Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Nyla Fagali. Good afternoon, Nyla. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Star. How are you? I'm doing really well. And uh, I was looking up a little bit about you. You're an executive coach and you've got some special projects on the side that we're going to talk about today. So first of all, just kind of tell me, um, you know, what space you're operating in, what you like to do and how you started. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. Uh, well, first, if it's okay, I'd like to tell you how I got into coaching. Yes. Uh, my, perfect. Wonderful. So I, I had my first coaching experience, executive coaching experience about 10 or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a new role in a new organization at a, at a, at a management level. And part of, part of that uh, contract was that I would have access to an executive coach uh, for the first six months. Mm-hmm. of my employment with that company uh, to help me in my integration and help me uh, uh, properly integrate a management team that was already in place uh, and a team that had been working together for a long time. So they had their own um, culture and their own ways of doing things. And this was my opportunity to integrate in a, uh, in a serene and professional way um, at this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it sounds like... Honest, some, it sounds like the company anticipated there might be some rough spots or some some difficulties and they wanted to help you gel. Absolutely. And it's something that was offered to all of the senior directors when they joined that organization. It was kind of like part of the deal. Yeah. And um, in all honesty, I had never had access uh, to a coach, didn't know much about executive coaching. And uh, to me, it felt like it was going to be just time sink or, or maybe a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I, I ignored it for, for <laughs> right for weeks and weeks until my VP kind of nudged me at the time and said, you know, we're paying a lot of money for this and you might want to, you know, go on and make your first right. approach, right? Yeah. So obviously I did the eye roll. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and uh, to be quite honest, it was a, a defining moment uh, in my career and in my, in my life. And, um, she really helped me uh, f- figure out how to slow down. I'm, I'm somebody who has a lot of energy, who wants to get things started and get things moving very quickly. And uh, she helped me slow down. And she really helped me uh, understand the importance of stopping, taking a step back, looking at the picture Take from a picture. perspective. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, build a strategy on how you're actually going to uh, integrate a team, an organization, so on and so forth. And it was such a positive thing for me that a few years later, um, uh, when I changed roles again in a different organization, part of my negotiation was, you're going to get me an executive coach. 
I love that part of the story, right? So you, you're like, no, thank you. I'm not sure about this. I don't need it. I'm only checking the box. And here you are an executive coach. Yes. And you left out the eye rolling part. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to eye roll on camera. I think my mom might write them. <laughs> I eye rolled. I eye rolled. So, uh, uh, and then uh, in that second, uh, uh, second go round with an executive coach, uh, I happened to have been in a organization where the environment wasn't very positive. And I would see a lot of my colleagues uh, were extremely unhappy. And uh, in a way, they would start to open up to me. And I was using techniques that were being used on me from my mm -hmm. coach with them. Passing it on. Saw, right? <laughs> and I saw like little aha moments developing with them. Um, and when I saw how much suffering there was in organizations, I decided that I would like to be more helpful. So I did, I did my own certification, my coaching certification. Uh, at one of our uh, universities here in Montreal. And uh, I became an executive coach myself. And um, now that I manage very senior people, eight times out of 10, my approach with them is through coaching because mm -hmm. they're very senior people themselves rather than, you know, do this, do that. and Right, yeah, uh, peer to peer kind of things. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yes. So that's what I do. That's what I enjoy doing. It's uh, it's something that I'm very passionate about, uh, as you can probably tell from my <laughs> excitement. And I think it's a very powerful way of just moving forward and 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 uh, just just handling yeah handling stuff. Absolutely, where right. you like to go and how you want to go uh, about it, and and just having different somebody challenge you to look at things differently. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and you like it so much. You were telling me about a project and how you're doing um, some more on the side, pro bono, nonprofit type of thing. So tell me about your audience and the impact you're making with those clients. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. So this is where you see me getting even more excited because <laughs> that's, the, that's what I, I love. I love doing. So uh, I live in Montreal, Canada. I grew up here, but my family immigrated uh, to uh, Canada when I was 11 years old. Uh, we, we, we left Lebanon at the time. It was a civil war, as you probably know. Mm -hmm. And we came here. So I grew up here. I've been here 35 years. So I right. Yeah. 11 is, is pretty young. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I grew up in the system here and uh, I went to school here. And for me, uh, integrating the job market was kind of like a natural transition. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the last few years, I've noticed that, um, when, you know, when I, through my, my, my work in my organization, I, I receive a lot of CVs uh, of people applying to different jobs. Uh, and it's obviously people who are who, who, who new in Canada, so new immigrants. And I look at their CVs and they were, these people were not getting calls back mm -hmm. from, from HR. Uh, their CVs are not up to, uh, or not like, I shouldn't say not up to, but they're not like the North American standard, which is fine. Different areas of the world do things differently. But as you know, in North America, for example, we don't put our date of birth on our CV. We don't put mm -hmm. our marital status. Uh, right. We very rarely put a picture. Also, the content of the CV, you know, our, our accomplishments, how do we word them? How do we present them? It's completely different. So I decided to, uh, to just start on the side, uh, reaching out whenever I would see people through my, uh, either my Facebook page or LinkedIn, 
when I see new immigrants here that are looking for a job, I would just from the background reach out and say, hey, listen, if you if you want, I can help you bring your CV up to North American standards and, and help you with the job search process, set up your LinkedIn, which for right. us is extremely important, mm-hmm. and then structure that job search and prepare you for interviews. So I started slowly like this. And about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, in October of of 20, uh, 2019, 2019 yeah. um, there was a, a, a huge, uh, a huge uh, uh, political problem in, in Lebanon where the whole country basically came to a standstill with a big revolution over there and they were trying to overthrow the government and so on and so forth. So a lot of people were, you know, the, the job market was awful. And so a lot of people came here from Lebanon. And because of my background and because of the contacts that I have in the Lebanese community here in Montreal, uh, I would see more and more Lebanese people showing up here, mm-hmm. uh, highly educated, uh, right. very capable, hardworking, and not getting calls for attraction. Mm-hmm. No. So I decided that what I was doing a little bit more, you know, on the side, on one-offs, to, to structure it a little bit more. So and I set up and you have helpers too, right? And you're, yes, and I do just, now. yeah, to set the stage. Are you working just with Lebanese men, women, all immigrants? All immigrants. Right now, the focus is on Lebanese because there are so many that are coming here. I see. And because my contacts are mainly easier to make in that community. Mm-hmm. So the organization is called Cedar Coaching. So Cedar being the emblem of, of, of Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've recruited a few other professionals uh, in HR. Uh, on a volunteer basis as well. And uh, we're now four professionals that do this, that give that service. So my three colleagues focus still on um, the the structuring of the CVs, the job search. And I've shifted a little bit more into coaching. So cultural coaching. Mm -hmm. So how to, when, when, when we're helping these people, you know, find their jobs, how do we support them? How do we keep supporting them? So that they properly integrate the workforce. Uh, you know what? What's you know the taboos here? What do you do? What you don't do compared to the countries you're from? So on and so forth. So it's it's a very um, it's it's very. Uh, it sounds sounds like it fulfills you. It, uh, extremely, it's extremely. <laughs> Thank you. That's sometimes with the French and the English. I look yes, for my yeah. Extremely fulfilling. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so you're really helping them succeed, like you said, and, and because you have that a coaching experience and that executive coaching training, you're able to take it beyond just the application process and, exactly. and the CV exactly. or the resume process. Exactly. So um, any fun uh, success stories, uh, people that you've um, you know seen now grow into a position is doing rather well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um uh, you know, one comes to mind uh, where it's somebody who's been here for almost eight months, not even one interview, not mm. one call back for an interview. Again, highly educated, very smart, very capable, hardworking, uh, young, 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 young gentleman. And uh, we, you know, as soon as we basically re- looked at his CV, got him on LinkedIn, got him properly on LinkedIn. He was on LinkedIn. Right. Before. Yeah. There's some, some thing, tricks, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Within a month, he had an interview. Actually, he had three interviews, two job offers, is fully working. So he got his job in uh, November of 2020. 
forget mm -hmm. which year we're in, we're in 2021. So <laughs> November 2020, he's doing super well. And, um, you know, we have our touch points once a month to do a little bit of tweaking and a little bit of coaching. And he runs some some uh, things uh, by me of things that might have happened at work. And he just wants to confirm, you know, did I not understand because it's a cultural gap? Or right. did I not understand for something else? So right. So definitely some a lot of questions. So you're continuing to support afterwards. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That does sound very rewarding, very fulfilling. It is. Yeah. It is. It's rewarding. And at the same time, I do come across some situations that are just heartbreaking. You know, you see people coming here with young families and uh, nobody giving them a chance and uh, you know they, they are willing to do anything and these are people with master's degrees and PhDs and mm -hmm. so sometimes I do get a little bit emotional when I think about it too much and uh, yeah that, that's uh, something to keep you motivated though keeps you in the game and doubling down and um, getting some more professionals on your side to help out I bet absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so what is, um, we, you know, thought leaders to watch, it's the name of the podcast. Um, you know, what is some, what does being a thought leader mean to you? For me, a thought leader, uh, my image of a thought leader has evolved, uh, over time. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say in my younger days, a thought leader for me would have been somebody with four PhDs on the topic and, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a summit in their, in, in their field 50 years of experience and yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely. and that still holds true and I would add with time I have added to that definition I think a thought leader for me is somebody who uh, in, in a specific area or areas it's somebody who's you know tried and tested who, who has experimented new ways of doing things mm -hmm. uh, who's failed at certain things I call them the battle scars so yes Having those battle scars, I think, is important, that experience. And it's somebody who is is open to saying, um, you know, I'm just going to give just an example. I'm a manager of 12 people. I can continue managing that, that team the way I have in the last five, six, seven years, or I can try experimenting something new. How do I bring that team to a higher level and, mm -hmm. and have it be more efficient and more proficient? And then taking that learning and doing something with it. Got it. Either pass it on, either use it, become a mentor, or 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 build somebody to, as a as a to take over that team when they're gone. So so for me, that's that's uh, that's how my thinking of what a thought leader has evolved over the years. Right, and it kind of sounds very similar to the evolution of your. Oh my gosh, I don't need an executive coach too. <laughs> Here I am an executive coach, not only coaching my team, but now I have my organization, uh, the Cedar Foundation, you said. It's Cedar Coaching, yes. Cedar Coaching. Yes. So um, that, bravo, that's very good. I, I love that giving back. Um, you know, like you said, you have to have your thoughts and you lead and do something with, the, with those different things. So um, how about a book recommendation? That one I struggle with. I love books. Uh, <laughs> we all have, we all have a hard time picking one. Yeah. If you were to see the room next to me, I, I have a wall full and I have a stack on the floor. And um, I chose one uh, uh, today because it, it's it's one of my many favorite books. Mm -hmm. um, and I chose it for a specific reason. And it's um, it's a collection of the Maya Angelou uh, poets. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the reason I love this one, and it's on one of my shelves where I, I, I go to it very often, is um, so in my current role in an organization where I, I lead a group of uh, project managers and business analysts, primarily in the, in the, in the IT world, my life is very, um, very facts and data. Technical. <laughs> very technical. Exactly. Then I get out of that life and I, I go into a coaching, be it through Cedar Coaching, which is pro bono or my my coaching as an executive coach right. yes. all business. And again, it's it's about facts and data and where would you like to go and how would you like to get there and what have you. And I find that this book when I when I do take the time a couple of times a week to take it and I just open it sometimes to a random page and I read a poem, I don't often plus with my background as a as a mechanical engineer, I don't I don't I've not read too many poems and right. I've not been encouraged through my background to spend times on poetry because you know you have to learn science and technical things and engineering and move on and get a job and be very mm-hmm. you know so this for me is a bit of an escape into an area of my brain that I don't get to tap into very mm-hmm. often and it just gets me to think of something else. Sure. Yeah. Nice place to unwind. Although some poets can get you wound up too. Um, <laughs> but it, but it sounds like it meets that criteria of experiment for you, right? It's, it's just something a little bit outside of your normal. Um, and I love poetry too, especially the shorter ones, right? And you can, you know, get something read and feel like you can sink your teeth into it. Um, and then you don't have to spend a week, you know, trying to, trying to, um, finish a book or um, they're both good and they're both, you know, they both have their, um, their moments. So I love that. Um, we haven't had a collection of poems being recommended here. So thank you. And Maya Angelou, of course, the thought leader herself. Absolutely. That's right. Well, tell our audience where to find you on LinkedIn. Um, and also um, what's next for you. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously I'm a big believer of LinkedIn for mm-hmm. anything that's professional, so that that is definitely the best way to uh, to, to, to get in touch. Um, if not uh, through Cedar Coaching, but again, uh, LinkedIn is is, is uh, it's the best way. Nyla Fagali. Yes, it's Nyla Fagali. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, uh, my, my my profile is very clear, so that you cannot <laughs> mistake with me and the other Nyla Fagali. Got it. What's next for me is. Um, this year, I would like to really, uh, and again, I'm one of these people who has a thousand ideas going through my head at any given time. And out of these thousand ideas, I have about 700 projects. So I'm really forcing myself to focus on on, on fewer things. Uh, again, my professional role is, is relatively demanding. Right. So I'm forcing myself to focus and pick and choose outside my professional role, the one or two things I want to do mm-hmm. instead of the 700 that I, you know, move forward. So I really want to grow Cedar Coaching. Mm-hmm. I want to recruit more professionals who want to give back. Uh, I want to see how I can, um, how I can uh, formalize some of the things that we do with, with the people that we, we help. So uh, that's my objective. I gave myself like the first three months of the year to decide how to go about that. So what right. platforms I want to put in place and how to go about recruiting people who are serious about helping and not somebody right. who's just going to show up for one 
right and leave your immigrants hanging that would be sad Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and then continue to grow my coaching business as well you know uh, on the side i'd love to help uh, people who have uh, who have uh, their own for non for profit organizations that they would like to set up and uh, and uh, aren't quite sure how to go about it or just need a sounding board Right. Yeah, that is an important space to be working in. It's uh, even here in America, there's, you know, I want to start a nonprofit mentality, but nobody really knows exactly where to go to get the um, the tools and the, and the resources for that. So good luck with all of those projects or those fewer projects that you'll be focusing on this year. It was wonderful to get to meet you. And um, thank you so much for the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. And uh, I really appreciated our uh, exchange here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.